If you and your spouse keep tripping over the differences between you, then this is the podcast for you. On this episode of Quick Counsel, we're going to look at minding the gaps, dealing with the differences between spouses. So let's get started. Welcome to the Quick Counsel Podcast, where we will give you a simple and practical understanding of counseling issues and how they might apply to your life. Here's your host, Pastoral Counselor Brett Legg. I'm a morning glory. Apart from the bed head and the stiff joints, morning are the best times for me. It's the best part of my day. In the morning, I'm rested. My mind is clear. Things are quiet. I can get the most done. I can be the most productive. I can get the most planning done. But my wife, on the other hand, is a night owl. The nighttime is the best part of her day. At night, things are settling down for her. The demands of the day are over. She can begin to relax and to focus on the things that she likes to do and the things that are important to her. It's like we live on two different teams. It's like we live on two different planets. When I'm ready to greet the day, she's ready to pull the covers over her head. And when I'm ready to end the day, she's just getting started. She doesn't like being woke up in the morning, and I don't like staying up late at night. So we live life with this big gap between us. Well, this is true for almost every marriage. Almost every marriage has gaps in it. One spouse may want to save for a rainy day while the other one wants to spend and make that day brighter. One spouse may want to hang out with other people while the other spouse just wants to hide out from other people. And one spouse may see the glass half full while the other spouse doesn't even see the glass. Gaps, they exist in every marriage. Now, at first, we try to overlook those gaps in our marriage. We want to believe that they're just a fluke, that they're just a glitch in the program, that they'll, they'll just eventually go away. But when these gaps become glaring and unavoidable and they don't go away, well, then we tend to default to one of three approaches. One, we try to rescue our spouse by showing them the error of their ways. Two, we try to convince ourselves that we have chosen poorly and we start looking for another model. Three, we resign ourselves to a life of unhappiness as we gaze at each other across the gap. These options make marital gaps perilous. So if we are going to navigate the perilous gaps in marriage, we need to have some different options than those three. On the London Underground, so often you hear the warning, mind the gap. So I'm going to give you an acronym G-A-P-S, to suggest four ways that you can mind the gaps in your marriage. Here we go. G stands for give up. Now, I'm not talking about giving up on your marriage. I'm talking about giving up your need or your desire to change your spouse or control what they do. If you haven't figured it out already, telling your spouse how they should be and what they should do and why they should do it is not a way to win their heart. It's more of a way to catch their heat. You're not their parent and you're not their God. You don't like it when they do this thing to you, when they try to change you or tell you what to do. So they're probably not going to like it when you do the same. G, give up. A, accept. Accept that your spouse is different from you by design. They are a unique individual in their own right, just like you are. The differences that are aggravating each of you are differences that were originally attractive to you. So accept them for who they are and how they are. Nothing is more attractive and life-changing than that. 
Now, note that I'm not talking about accepting abusive behavior or immoral behavior. That should never be tolerated, and it must be dealt with before a relationship can proceed. But that's not what we're talking about when we say accept them as they are. P. Praise. Learn to praise your spouse for the strengths that are a part of their nature, even if they are on the other side of your gap, because it's their strengths that balance out yours. My wife is a very detailed person. She likes to dot all the I's and cross all the T's. She likes to have a plan before doing something. I, on the other hand, I'm a big picture person who hates to be bothered with details and paperwork and plans. Yes, we drive each other crazy with our natural bents, but we need each other's strengths. So instead of complaining about the differences, we should be celebrating them. And finally, S. Step. As I said, there will always be some gaps in your marriage, but if you want to close the gap some, then you have to take a step of faith in your spouse's direction. If you're a morning glory, take occasion to stay up a little later with your spouse. If you're a night owl, try to get up a little earlier to be with them. If you're an introvert, take your extroverted spouse out to be with people. And if you're an extrovert, spend a quiet evening at home with your introverted spouse, just the two of you. If you're a saver, then buy something for your spouse just because. And if you're a spender, make an effort to adhere to the budget. If you're an optimist, acknowledge all the things that could go wrong with a decision. And if you're a pessimist, acknowledge all the things that could go right with a decision. A good marriage is not about getting your spouse to be more like you. It's about minding the gaps between the two of you so that they become positive rather than perilous. This week, take one step to celebrate a gap in your marriage and then take one step to bridge a gap in your marriage. Here's to successfully minding the gaps in your marriage this week. All right, thanks for checking out another episode of Quick Counsel. If you found it helpful, I hope you'll share it with someone. And don't forget to subscribe and leave a comment or a review because that will help us move this information along to other people who could use it. For more from me, check out brettleg.com, one T, two Gs, and follow me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And until the next episode, I hope you have a great week. Thanks for joining us today for Quick Counsel. This podcast is meant to give you a simple understanding of counseling issues and is in no way intended as a substitute for professional counseling or therapy. If you feel you need further help, please contact a local counselor, therapist, or physician. Thanks for listening, and we hope you will join us for the next episode of Quick Counseling.